to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hi, Bright Lights. It's Angela. Happy 2023. I am so excited for this year. If you thought you had started to generate some momentum going through 2022, put your seatbelt on because we have rocket fuel loaded up for you this year. I'm really committed this year to giving you a chance to face your fears, have the courageous conversations, and really start being much more discerning about your time and your energy. And we're starting off this year with my mindfulness challenge. Hang out with me on Monday, January 9th for an hour. We're going to do a workshop and kick this off. But then you're going to get an email once a month with some audio in it and a worksheet so that you can kind of keep focusing on a different aspect of mindfulness throughout the year. Why mindfulness? Well, because it's really easy when we're ready to commit to change to just say yes to everything, to scatter our energy, or to feel so overwhelmed that we don't make any choices because we don't know which one is the right one. My goal with this challenge is to really help you to get more focused, more tuned in and tapped into what your calling is, not the calling that your best friend has or your boss or your friend who works at a competing firm. That's not you. And trying to check the boxes on somebody else's list may get you so far in your career, but it's not going to get you to true success because it's not really going to be your path. And we can't keep distracting ourselves with the busyness and not really taking the steps that are the right aligned ones for ourselves. So mindfulness gets us out of the stress, out of the overwhelm and the burnout, helps us to tap in and center ourselves and embody. We're going to really focus on how mindfulness plays out in different ways, whether it's getting more clarity, having better boundaries, being able to be more discerning in our choices, being more comfortable with who we are and where we are instead of getting lost in perfectionism or competition. It's going to be really fun workshop on Monday the 9th and a really great opportunity for you throughout the year to keep this top of mind, not just something that you do once and think, well, that was nice, but never implement. So make sure you check out the link in the show notes, or you can go to architectingpodcast.com and sign up right there on the front page. I'm really, really hoping that you will take this on. It's the beginning of the year. Let's really start strong.
I also wanted to let you know that doors are open right now to my Stressless Success Academy. This is my signature program that is all about claiming success on your terms, not on somebody else's, and doing it with ease and grace and integrating work and life instead of feeling the struggle to constantly balance everything that's going on. Right now, it is half off. The price will go up, so make sure you check that out as well so that you get in and get your seat today at the special introductory rate before the price goes up, which it will be in the next couple of weeks. Today, we are going to talk about power. Now, power can be a sticky thing for a lot of people. It can feel like a dirty word. I think a lot of times we view power as corruption, power as exploitation of others. That can happen when power is abused, and certainly we see that play out in our world. However, power does not have to be abused. Power can be a very positive and uplifting thing. Let's just look at the word power. It really is related to energy. It is pure energy. It is a strong force of energy. We can start to see power as something that is accessible to all of us and is something that is our birthright as humans, something we're meant to have and to be. There's a very famous quote by Marianne Williamson about power where she says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. Really want you to think about that, how we step away from power because it puts us out of our comfort zone. It makes us bump into things that are calling for us. It requires that we take action, not sit on the sidelines. It requires vulnerability to be powerful because the minute you say you are for anything, and it could be a big deal thing or it could be some insignificant thing, like what flavor of ice cream you like, the minute you express a preference, and you're willing to put it out there, there's going to be somebody who judges you for it and doesn't like it and doesn't agree with you. And that is going to create a story based on their personal issues and their personal triggers related to who you are and what you have a right to do. And so we tend to bottle up our power. We tend to push it down. We tend to hide from it because we just want to get along. And we know, we know that we can't do this anymore in our world. I mean, all you need to do is read the newspaper. All you need to do is drive past one more housing development or strip mall. All you need to do is understand the level of stress that the average person is under today and how it is shortening our our lifespan to know that we can't hide from our power anymore. We just can't ignore the status quo and say that it's okay and try to cope with it. We really do have to step into our power and make a change. 
The idea to cover this comes from a great email I got from Tina, who is a listener to Architecting. Thank you, Tina, for sending this in. Tina says, I work in a male-dominated office, and I often notice that when I make suggestions, they are dismissed or rationalized why they won't work, while my male colleagues can make very similar suggestions that are given attention or that I'm often interrupted or have things explained to me in a condescending manner. How can I move past this power dynamic and not look like I'm just complaining or whining? This is a great question because I think a lot of times there is a dynamic related to power in the workplace. In Tina's case, she's experiencing a feeling that it is a male-female issue, but this can happen in all kinds of ways. It can happen when someone who doesn't feel like they have power feels like others who have power are taking advantage of them or trying to ignore them and not really giving them an opportunity to contribute and to grow as a professional. Kind of relates to this idea of power that we often have where being powerful means being a bully. Being powerful means that you can favor people. Being powerful means that you can advance your agenda at the cost of other people's priorities. When we feel like we are not powerful, the problem is that we're giving our power away because we're afraid of what it would mean. And it's easier to sit in the back seat and give somebody the steering wheel, even if we don't like where they're taking us, and to criticize and to complain than it is to actually put yourself out there. So what's the deal with power? I'm going to talk about it as having three distinct facets. The first one is authority. You don't have to be a quote-unquote recognized authority figure to have authority. It's really important to realize that you have authority from where you stand today. You know things. You've had experiences. You have insights. You're capable of looking at a situation and connecting the dots in a way that no one else will. We're all unique. And that gives us a certain authority. It's important that we use that authority to make that difference. Power is not about proving yourself. Power is not about exerting your will over others and being domineering. Power is about empowering others because you are in a place of confidence and security so that you can see other people and you can use your gifts and your experience and your authority to help them. You're not afraid of conflict and you're not afraid to step in. So power first and foremost is advocacy. Power is the willingness to speak your mind, to help others, to give them agency because you are not threatened by what they will do with the knowledge or the opportunity or the resources that you give them. 
And you can only do that from standing in your power, not from backing away, not from giving up, not from being afraid to be seen taking a position on an issue or being willing to speak up for another person. Power is also sovereignty. We often hear sovereignty used in political terms, but at its core, sovereignty just means a self-governing state, meaning you are self-regulating. Your emotional body, your thoughts are coming from alignment with your higher self, not coming from what you think you should or must do, but rather what you have discerned is right for you. So sovereignty is a very important form of power. A lot of people who are viewed as quote unquote powerful in our world today actually are not very much in touch with their sovereignty. We really do try to exert power and try to mimic people that we see are powerful instead of having power through our own sovereignty. So again, the mindfulness challenge, just to put another plug in for that, is a good way to be more sovereign. Really doing things because you are your own master, because you realize that you are not a victim, that you are in control that when something adverse happens, you can learn from it and move on rather than be taken out of the game. The only one who can take you out of the game is yourself. When you choose to squander your resources following something that's not aligned for you, being sovereign means that you can catch that and course correct. Being sovereign means you don't care whether somebody likes your opinion or not because your actions are in integrity with who you are and the work you're meant to do. And you're willing to do it because it's a greater purpose than you. And it's not about what other people will think or whether you think you're qualified enough or all these other excuses we use to hold ourselves back. When we're sovereign, we are in touch with who we are. We have clarity. We have purpose and we take meaningful right actions. And the last part of power that I wanted to talk about today is audacity. Audacity is your willingness to be bold because you can be sovereign, but you can't really be the advocate that you need to be for others. You can't really help other people to be empowered or give them agency if you don't yourself have audacity. That willingness to be bold, that resolution, fearlessness, courage, because speaking up isn't easy. Challenging a system isn't easy. Looking at something without the lens of conditioning, just looking at it can be really scary. And so we have to have audacity if we're really going to be powerful people. So Tina, my girl, you got to give up the power struggle. And I know that it's hard because that's the first place we want to go when we feel challenged is to resist. But let's talk about how these tools to stand in your power 
instead of using your power forcefully can make all the difference. Tina, a lot of what you are feeling are power plays being used against you are actually signs of a lack of power on the part of the people who are behaving this way. And they are trying to bully because all of the things you described are a form of bullying in order to make you less so they can feel more. How do we get around that? How do we move past that? Well, it definitely takes having some courageous conversations, both with your boss and with yourself, because maybe you do need to move on and be in a different place. It takes being willing to show up differently, to show up in your power. When you show up in your power, there is nothing to prove and there is nothing to defend. Other people may be showing up with that vibe of proving and defending and you're picking up on it. Or you may be showing up with that vibe and therefore you're bringing it out of them. How can we turn the tables on that dynamic? Well, you can turn the tables when you go first. When you put ideas out there, when you ask questions, when you frame things and leave the door open for co-creation instead of trying to have this ownership of things. Think about what you could advocate around and how you could bring that to the table. Check in with yourself that this thing that you want to advocate around is aligned with you and have the sovereignty around it that you'll see it through no matter what. And finally, have the audacity to be tenacious about it. Not just to bring it up one time and if it wasn't fully considered or if somebody had a similar idea and took credit that you walk away from it. When that happens, if somebody has a similar idea and tries to horn in, uh, even though you might have said something first and their idea begins to get traction, somebody who is truly empowered doesn't just have steam coming out of their ears while they fume in the corner. Somebody who has power pushes back and says, here's what I hear is different from what I said to what you said, but I think we still need to consider some of the points that I made as well. So how can we build this together? If somebody is being condescending to you, you don't have to accept an assumption that you don't know something when you do. You have the opportunity to pivot. If this person is willing to explain something to you, no matter how condescending they might seem to be, the fact that they are not ignoring you and that they're trying to educate you means that perhaps they would like to be seen as somebody who has authority or somebody who knows things. So leverage that to your advantage by going to them with questions. See the personality trait that they are wanting to be seen and position themselves as an authority and leverage that to your advantage. Don't let them be an authority around what you already know. Let them be an authority around the things you would like to understand. And maybe you say, well, they don't know more than me. They are my peer. Well, what 
could you understand about their background, or why they would approach a problem in a way that's maybe a little different than you would? So you can ask questions and give them a chance to explain. The thing about power that is so cool is that when we empower others, we actually enhance our own power instead of diminishing it. Rather than using power forcefully or giving our power away to others, when we empower others through advocacy, sovereignty, and audacity, we actually grow our own power. When we're willing to be vulnerable and ask questions instead of trying to push back double hard, which is only going to create more conflict, more resistance, and drain your bandwidth so you're not using it for the things you care about, but you're using it to have some kind of confrontation with another person. And that confrontation is going to take your energy, not just in that moment, but admit it. You're thinking about it all day long. You're tossing and turning at night, replaying the situation. So rather than go into that confrontation, Use your power to diffuse the situation and take your control to be sovereign. You can disagree with somebody and not fight with them. You can disagree without having to give up what you believe in. It's not an either-or proposition. So look for those moments to find the both and. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if you would like to explore a little bit more of this, remember to go to architectingpodcast.com and sign up for my mindfulness challenge. It's just $10. So this is going to be really a fun chance to work together, to explore your own issues and to self-direct that throughout the year. I'd also love to hear about your relationship with power. How do you feel about it? Have your feelings changed after listening to this? And what happens when you start to show up more powerfully at work, at home, and in your entire life? If you enjoyed this podcast, remember to like, rate, and review it. And tell a friend who you think might benefit from this information. Take care, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired.